Transition Awareness Breathing. Feeling grounded for both children and parents is essential for healthy living and learning. Join Eartha Powell on this series for tips and tools for creating a harmonious environment for learning. Transition Awareness Breathing will help you and your child find an individualized path to tackle change, promote lifelong learning, and discover new approaches to calmness. Hi, welcome back. We are back. I'm back here for you, and we're going to continue our episode on mindful approach to parenting children with superpowers. This is episode three, and we're going to approach this third episode bringing out some mindfulness um, skills that you can use with your child that has superpowers. Again, thank you for joining me back in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Before we go any further, I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform to bring Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast to you. And to my producers, Mary Lou and Sam, thank you so much for taking Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast around and everywhere so my listeners can tune in wherever they are at. Now let's continue. Yes, so in a review, the first of our of our um, episode, we talked about the parent. We talked about how, you know, we love our children and we have to be open to learning and we got some information from um, the book that we're doing a book review here on Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast on Rabbi Aaron Leonard's book, Pathways to Success, a comprehensive guide to thriving with ADHD. And just the title of that book, Thriving with ADHD, if you are a parent of a child with ADD or ADHD, thriving with ADHD is probably the first time you've heard this in a positive light. And I think this is the overcast of how Rabbi Leonard published and put together this the, the book. It's in a positive light. The second part, we talked about um, the child. We talked about that these children have superpowers, and those superpowers are, are immature. And so we offered some suggestions on how to teach our children about their ADHD. And it's not their fault. These children, my child, often have negative self-talk. So we want to present a positive um, uh, self-talk model to our children and also interject some growth mindset approaches. Today, we're going to dive in to some uh, uh, specific um, information that you can take away at the end of this podcast and try out. Every child is different. Every family is different. 
So when I say to try out, that's exactly what we that's exactly what we do because we want to respect each child as an individual. And so what may work for one child um, may not be as effective for other children. And so this one thing we don't want to do is we don't want to compare, right? Um, if we find ourselves comparing, well, my other children had ADHD and this worked for them. Keep in mind, this is an individual plan approach. And the information that I'm going to be sharing today is all for um, your information and for education. The best thing to do as parents is to educate ourselves so that we can help our children. Have your child or children had any of the following behaviors? Arguing, feeling anxious, being overwhelmed, maybe displaying some destructive behaviors? Or how about sneaking food? What's that all about? Wow. By the end of this presentation, I plan to address all these issues. They may not be all in order as I presented it to you because some of these behaviors are because of the dysregulation that the child has, the child or the teen has. And so let's, let's continue. One common thread um, in the in Pathways to Success, you've got to get the book. I'm going to try to summarize it up here a little bit. There's a whole lot of information, so I'm just going to kind of touch on some of the common threads, okay? One of the common threads is advanced preparation. Advanced preparation. When you were a child and you were and your family were going to the store or to a special event. Did your mother or father give you the talk? You know what I mean. That talk before we go into the store. I don't want you to touch anything. Remember, keep your hands to yourself. You know, the talk. Or... When you go to school, be on your best behavior, do your best. That pre-talk, well, that advanced preparation is, it needs to continue. And it's like the talk. It's helping and sitting down with your child and just discussing the upcoming events. After talking about the upcoming events, whatever it may be, then ask, ask your, your teen or your child, what do you think the challenges may be for you when we go to this event or when it's time to go to bed? That might be the, the event. Allow them to bring their feelings and their emotions out. So this is the first step 
Do you see what the difference is? Okay, so the difference that we have done so far is that we're talking about the event before it occurs. I know you're probably saying every time we get ready to go to bed, we have to go through all the drama or every time we have to get ready to go to the store, we've got to go through the drama. Okay, so what we're doing is something different. If we keep doing the same thing and we get the same results, what we've done is probably not effective. So let's change. Before we start the event, let's do advanced preparation. We're going to talk about the event and we're going to ask our child or our teen. So it's time to go to bed, maybe in about an hour or two. Let's talk about the process. How do you, how do you, um, uh, feel about going to bed? Now you can use some examples. Usually when, when you're getting ready, you know, there's a procrastination or there's uh, angry behavior. Let's talk about that. And you be the listener. You be, you don't have to convince your child because what they see is a couple of things. Number one, that you're spending time with them. Now make sure, may I suggest, when you're doing your advanced preparation talk, spend maybe about 10, 15 minutes and maybe put that on your schedule that you have a date, a scheduled date with your child for 10, 15 minutes, maybe a couple of times a week or once a day. You you make it realistic for your family, but set a time because that that child will know that you are spending time with him or her to help. And so, and that's also a positive time. Often children and teens, they really do have a lot of negative self-talk and Spending time with them because you're doing some advanced preparation is totally changing the game. You're talking to them because they're they're not in trouble or you're not talking about something that's broke. You're actually spending some time talking with them. You're having a conversation. Wow, this is new. It will be so different. It'll be a different experience. So you want your conversation to be open and to be calm. And you want to be the role model. If they're saying something or doing something, maybe flicking a finger or fidgeting, remember for 10 or 15 minutes, this is the calm time. So what I would recommend is as a super a parent of a superpower child, you are a superhero mom or dad or aunt or uncle or caregiver for that great child. Okay. So you want to take a breath. And so what you're doing is you're modeling. You want to take a breath and think about what the whole goal of this time is. The time is for the child, the teen, to get whatever they're saying out. 
That's the goal. Okay? So that's step one. Step two is discuss what lessons were learned last time. Don't be surprised if they say, well, I didn't learn anything. It's okay. Because you know what? Now we're going to start paying attention to what we learn from our different experiences. This is called awareness. And it just ties in um, so well with the transition awareness breathing. These tools are so great and they, they really do work. So we want to discuss what we learned from last time. If we say, you know, well, I didn't learn anything last time, well, we're going to start. We're going to take it. We're going to pay attention. This time, we're going to pay attention. So those are the first steps. Arguing, being overwhelmed, anxious, destructive behavior, sneaking food. We're talking about these past experiences and we're going to, you want to make sure your expectation is very clear. And you want to make your the, the goal, the expectation reachable for the child. Now, if they've been doing, they're angry, they're anxious, they're destructive, kind of pick, I know this is going to gonna sound kind of rough. Um, believe me, I have learned this. You got to choose one. What is the top shelf thing you want to focus on first? You you could discuss them all. Maybe one one session, you know, the the time you have with your child, you're going to talk about, okay, we're going to start with the destruction behavior and, or maybe the sneaking food behavior. Choose one. Okay. Then set your expectation. Um, the expectation as far as maybe whatever, let's say it's, um, destructive behavior. Set the expectation when you're feeling like you have to break pencils or break something, what what's going on at that time? And just let the vent. So let them get it out and then make a suggestion. What can be done as a replacement? What can, if you have this built up energy, remember these are children that has that have a lot of energy inside. And so they're trying their best to really pull this energy in. And sometimes it's just like a soda pop um, can. And when you open it up, it fizzes out. Give them an opportunity to make some suggestions or if they're too young or they don't have any ideas, give them an opportunity to release some of that energy. How about instead of breaking the pencils, or that could be something that could be more creative, but or breaking something that's inside the house, how about when you feel like you want to break something, let's go outside and you take a stick and you maybe hit the hit a rock or or uh what my son, what my son does, I'll share with you. He goes outside, and he takes a stick, and he um, uh, sc- sc- 
scrapes the stick on the dirt. And what happens is, you know, it sounds really simple, but he is out there staking that. It's a pretty good sized stick and he's scraping the, the dirt. We have a yard and it's pretty hard. And so he scrapes the dirt and then he makes a little river because when it's a, a reward for him is allow him, I allow him to um, run some water and he makes a little river. So And so that brings us to the next part of um, making a plan. In your plan, put in some incentives. Make them realistic for the, the child and the teen. Give them something that they, a positive something that they can work towards. Let's see if for this week, for example, um, maybe... Instead of arguing for five minutes, can we can can we agree that maybe the argument lasts for maybe one minute? And if you could do that for this week, just instead of arguing, when we say stop, let's have a little code. I'll do a T with my hand, or that, or I'll say that's enough, and you stop. If you can do that, then you get a prize or an incentive. See, now they're working for something. Their mind is like incentive. Each child's incentive is going to be different. Okay? Now, if the, the, the child um, cannot meet that contract, then the consequences must be activated and you, you must be consistent. Yelling and screaming is not going to help. you may want to consider is if the if the contract is not met then a privilege is taken away everybody is different or they have to pay for it if you were at work or if you went to a store and some and you broke something what would be the natural consequence you'd have to pay for it right You'd have to say, I'm sorry, and you'd have to pay for it, or you'd have to work it off or something. And so what we're teaching our children is the natural consequence, the natural response. You know, if the child makes a horrendous mess, well, the natural consequence would be to clean it up. Okay. Now, if the, if the consequence is cleaning it up, maybe that might be something that you might work on because they may not have done that before. Maybe, you know, as the the parent or the guardian, maybe I've been cleaning it up all along and I'm frustrated and I'm fussy. Okay, so maybe that's part of the, the goal is after you make your sandwich or your cereal, if there's a mess, you'll clean it up. And when they're cleaning it up, you give them an incentive. Now, the the incentive can be given just as a suggestion. The incentive can be given even if the child or teen doesn't fulfill their, um, their, their mission a hundred percent. So let's say 
um, I know it sounds confusing, but they're trying. You could you could tell that they're trying. So give them a little incentive. Let's say they've we have the incentive of arguing. Okay, we're going to try for this first first week not to argue for the first five minutes for, before going to bed. And let's say they made it. They they're they're trying and they they stopped arguing and they couldn't make it to to uh, five minutes, but they they stopped arguing. Just they did it for two minutes. You can give them. You know, I noticed it's only two minutes. You did a good job. You really worked hard. You're giving them some verbal praise. Now you're not going to maybe give them the incentive that they would have received if they've met the full contract, but you can give them some positive praise, some positive words. And you want to add some growth mindset terms. I know you're going to do better next time. Or you almost made it and you're going to do better next time. Because that's the way life is, right? If we don't succeed at something, we try again. And we're given another chance. And we and we all want to do better. And as a parent and as a, a guardian, we're working with our children. We're teaching each other so that our superpower children can grow and thrive and have positive um, self-talk. And that's what will help them mature into the adult that will not have um, such negative um, memories in growing up with their ADHD. The goal is that they will look back and remember what they learned in learning how to manage their ADHD. Thank you so much for joining me on this three-part episode featuring Pathways to Success, A Comprehensive Guide to Thriving with ADHD by Rabbi Aaron Leonard. I hope this was helpful for you. And I wish you all the best. Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I look forward to talking to you next time. Be sure and pick up a copy of Eartha's new book, Tab Mindfulness, Awareness and Coloring Activities in a Pandemic World. It's not just an ordinary coloring book. It features 23 illustrations to stimulate thought, relaxation, and creativity for anyone between the ages of 4 and 94. Increase your positive self-talk energy. Unlock new creative paths. Transform your time once or twice a week to create beautiful art while strengthening confidence, building positive self-talk, and sensitize self-awareness. Tab Mindfulness, awareness and coloring activities in a pandemic world. It's available now at Amazon.com.